There's a famous question in Parashat Yisrael. But even famous questions, one can suggest new answers for. And the question is, the Pasuk begins by saying, Vayishma Yisrael. Yisrael heard, and because of that, he left Midian, and he comes to the Jewish people in the desert. And the question is, why did Yisrael hear? The Pasuk doesn't tell us. So there are a number of answers in the Midrashim. The Chazal give different opinions of what Yisrael heard. What's interesting is Rashi quotes two of the options. Rashi quotes that he heard Kriyas Yamsuf and Milchemes Samarek. And the question is, Yamsuf was a world-changing miracle. It was something which had never been heard of before. It was something which the entire world was in trepidation and awe of the magnitude of the miracle. Shama Amir Gazun Chil Achaz Yosef Pelashas. It was unbelievable, unheard of. And if that wasn't enough to convince the Israel to come, if Kriyas Yamsov didn't do the job, so to speak, so what did Milchemes Amalek add? It's true the Jewish people were victorious, but it doesn't seem to be anywhere near the type of nais which Kriyas Yamsov was. Why would that be the extra factor which Yisrael needed to prepare him to move. So, to answer the question, I want to share you said a principle, a principle which applies to us in Arab Hashem, but it's a principle we can use effectively in Chinuch as well. And we'll start this principle with another well-known question. The pastor talks about how to love Hashem, but how to love Hashem and the Torah describes how we meant to love Hashem is with your whole heart. You learned, you meant to love Hashem wholeheartedly. And how do we do that? So the Mishnah explains that person. The way to love Hashem wholeheartedly is The person is meant to love Hashem both with his Yetzirah and with his Yetzirah. And the obvious question is, how do you love Hashem with Yetzirah? What's the... The Yetzirah is something which is normally negative. It just finds a part of the person which is... What he wants to do which is wrong. How can that be used in loving Hashem? Now, people might answer simply that the way to love Hashem with Yetzirah is to confront the Yetzirah, to overcome him. But that's not going to answer the question because that's not loving Hashem with your Yetzirah. That's overcoming Yetzirah. So how does a person love Hashem with his Yetzirah? So I'd like to suggest the following principle, the following understanding. And that is a person's mind can tell him if he thinks about it, what's the right thing to do logically, what's correct, what's worthwhile, what's not worthwhile, and a person can come to a logical conclusion, this is what I should be doing. This is what's important. But if you're going to talk about what pushes a person, drives a person, makes them run to do, normally that's not a person's mind. What makes a person run, what makes a person enthusiastic, is the person's midas. When I want something, when it appeals to me, 
when I'm looking forward to it, then I'm going to approach it with much more enthusiasm, with much more excitement, than if it's just the fact that I know it's the right thing to do. And that's the element of a person's midas. A person's midas, when something excites them, when something appeals to them, so then a person has all that passion, all that enthusiasm, all that excitement. And when it's just a cold, logical decision that this is the, probably the correct way to act, a person might do it, but a person is going to do it with much more restraint, much more calmly. There's an old Mashkiach who once said that he stands in the hallway of the yeshiva and he watches the boys as they come up to the Vesmedrash in the morning before Seder. And he stands in the hallway and he watches the boys that come downstairs after Mincha on the way to the lunchroom. And the Mishkir said, I wish I had a speedometer to show the difference how, in speed so to speak, how quickly people make their way to the best Medrash and how quickly they make their way to lunch. And it's understandable. Even if a person understands his mental and he knows what's the right thing to do, he's doing it. But if it's a completely mind-based decision, so then a person's going to do it in a much more calm and unexcited way. Something a person's looking forward to, they're enjoying, they're hungry, they want to eat, go run. Really, that's not the way it's meant to be. Really, what's meant to be is that a person feels that same enthusiasm, that same fire, that same drive, when it comes to serving Hashem, as they do when they're looking to enjoy something which their midas are going to be satisfied with. And that's how a person can serve Hashem The Yetzirah can teach you. It can teach you what it means to be excited about something. It can teach you what it means to enjoy. It can teach you what it means to be passionate. It can teach you what it means when you're really invested and you really want something to happen. And now that you're aware of these feelings, now that you can see what that, how that inspires a person, how that pushes them. So now, utilize that same koyach in serving Hashem. That's how a person can convert the koyach of his midas, which might be something which is naturally inspired for something which isn't necessarily a mitzvah, in a way which can be converted into something which is a mitzvah. When I see the Hanoah, the pleasure I get of uh, that my mitzvahs give me for something that I enjoy, I'm going to look for the pleasure in doing mitzvahs. When I see the enthusiasm I'm, I have when I want to do something which I think will be pleasurable, so I'm going to try and be able to invoke that same feeling of enthusiasm when I look to do mitzvah. It's not just a logical decision. It's not just knowing what's right. B'cholavavcha means with all your feeling. And I'm aware from my Yetzirah what feelings I have. And from that I can bring it to... That I can bring it to using those feelings for a mitzvah. I was once talking to one of the boys in my yeshiva. He looked very tired. I said, this is called a Moshe. Moshe, what's wrong? Why are you so tired? So I said, Rebbe, last night I was reading a very exciting novel. I just couldn't put it down. I had to finish the book. So I went to bed really late. And I understand it. But I said to Moshe, did you ever feel the same way when it came to learning a sugya? That you just couldn't stop? You had to finish? 
Because if we have that ability to be able to push myself, I don't want to sleep, I want to learn, I want to finish. I have to know what's going to happen next. When we see we have such a middah, well then we can use that middah for terror too. And if a person tries they're willing to put an effort for something, so then you're able to do it. Now that they teach you, you can do it for ruchnis things also. That's the principle of B'chol Levavcha. B'chol Levavcha is I use the tools of the Satan. He tries to make me use that excitement, use those medas to do things which are wrong. Satan, I'm going to steal your tools. I'm going to learn from your technique. Now that I know that, this, that I have this ability, I have this feeling, and it's something which is powerful, and it's something which can push me. So now I'm going to use it to serve Hashem. It's an unbelievable concept. But that's the Yisrael to answer our first question also. We asked about Yisrael. What made Yisrael come? Yisrael heard Kriyas Yamsuf and Yisrael was tremendously impressed, inspired, like everybody else in the world was. Everybody was overcome by, like we saw, by awe, by amazement when they heard about Kriyas Yamsuf, when they witnessed Kriyas Yamsuf. But what made Yisrael come was something else. He saw the effect Kriyas Yamsuf had on Amalek. Amalek didn't just sit back in their hometown or wherever it was and be impressed or be shocked or be amazed by Kriyas Yamsuf. No, it inspired Amalek to come. Having heard about Kriyas Yamsuf, so then they got up and they traveled. They made the move. It was for nefarious reasons. It was negative. It was pushed by the Yetzirah. It was in order to make a stand to fight Kedusha. But that was a strong enough push which made them take their arms and march to the desert in order to prove a point, in order to fight Kedusha. And that Yisrael learned from. Yisrael said, if I can see that there is such an ability in a person, that it's not just that they hear something and it's inspirational and it's moving and it's powerful, but it's more that I can hear something and it gets me to get up and travel to the desert. It's important enough for me to react. So it's true the Satan made Amalek use that power for Ra. But I see that power exists. I see a person has the capability to get up and to change and to move. And I must do the same. That same Kaiq which was used as by Amalek for Ra, I can use for good. And therefore, Mashmur Shama Uba. What did Yisra hear? It caused him to come, it caused him to move, it caused him to change. Because I can see that the Ra can make a person change. I can see that a person can be inspired enough for what he hears to come to fight. Then I can be inspired the same way to come to participate. That's utilizing the strength of the Sultan against him. And that's what brought Yisrael to join Kali Yisrael. Let's extend this principle to Chinuch. Children have always to say, one can often see, especially by little children, what their mirrors are. You can see what inspires them, what moves them, what causes them to do things. And it's good because knowing our children gives us the tools to know how to help them. In which areas they have to work, in which areas you have to give them skills. But there's a second point also, and that is when children act with their mirrors, which is normal. 
especially an adult to some extent uses his mind to control his mitzvahs. Children who don't yet have that task, so they act spontaneously with whatever middle it is. So now, use that middle as a way to do something positive. You can see what the middle is. You can be aware of the effect the middle has on the person. Even children are feeling even children of middle is the same. Okay, but that's a tool. Because now that I can see what the middle is, now we can think how can we channel that middle. How can it become something which can be used well? For example, I'll give you one or two, but it's indicative of many more. A child, for example, you see that they have a little girl who has a doll's house, who has stuffed animals, and she's very compassionate. She's very into looking after dolls, looking after animals. So you see, she has a middle naturally of Rahmanus. She can show care, she can show compassion. Now, of course, it's not necessarily a mitzvah to show care for a doll, but it's a middle. And once a person sees there's that middle, so then I can train someone to have compassion for people, understand people, think about people, feel for other people. It's the same middle which is revealed in one way and can be used for something else. A child naturally has a lot of simcha. Those have to jump, to dance, to which is a natural mitzvah by children too. Wonderful. So they use it to express simcha for mitzvahs. We're going to run to do a mitzvah. We're going to do it as fast as we can. We're going to be enthusiastic about whatever the, whatever the, the activity of a mitzvah is going to be. Because it's the same principle. When, this, when the kayach is there, so it's just a question of channeling that kayach. A second example. A third example. A child who naturally makes a big difference in what other people think of him. He's always interested in what other people are considering to be or thinking about him or saying about him. Wonderful. It's a middle. For sure it's a middle. But it can be channeled for good. Because what does he want the people to say about him? What's going to be the kind of compliment he wants to hear? That he's the cutest baby? That he's the fastest runner or the best learner the best mitzvah. again it's a kach but once we see what a kach is it's a kach which can be used that's b'chol levav b'chol levav means that those parts of me which aren't necessarily rooted in my choices my mitzvah which ignites spontaneously in the situation but it's something I still feel and it's something which still drives me and it's something which I still connect to I've seen where that kayak is going to be I like praise I like people telling me how good I am but good at what? so I can use that middle of Redas Hashem like we said before I want to impress people in an area of Ruchnis that that's what they're going to say about me A person is naturally compassionate. Look at the example we gave. That's a middah. But it's a middah which can be used to do so much chesed. And what about a more negative middah? The examples we gave before, maybe power of middahs, maybe even good middahs. What about a bad middah? What about a bad middah? How can that be used in a middah session?
So once again, let's talk about the Midrash also private children. Being selfish. Not wanting to share. If I have something, I want it all for myself. I don't want to give it to anybody else. What's man is man. I hold on to it very tightly. I'm not willing to share. I don't want to share. That's not a good leader. And of course, if you want to train somebody, you want to train them to be sharing, to be giving, to include others. But you can see the nature of a person. And as much as a person sees that nature, so then find a way where that leader can be used for good. Turn a weakness into a strength. And how do you do that? I'll give you one example. That same feeling a person has, it's man, I don't want to share with somebody else. Okay, so if there's a mitzvah waiting to be done, someone has to do it. Don't lose a chance, make it yours. Somebody has to be the one to do something. Use that same, take, that same feeling of, it's mine, I want it for me. So be the first to volunteer, be the first to run to do, be the first to grab the opportunity. Everything we've said today, it's true we learned it from yesterday, as a demonstration of that. But it's really the Apostle Commission. When you see a child's abilities, so then that's what you have to utilize. That's what you have to channel into making that the, what's going to drive him to do the right thing. Because that's where he's naturally strong. That's where he's naturally talented. And if I can turn a talent, even if the talent isn't for a good thing necessarily, it's a middah. It's a nature. But I can find a good expression of it. I can find a way where it can be utilized well. Then I found a way which naturally he's going to succeed. That's within the child himself. What we learn from yesterday is another level. And there's even other people. When I see somebody use, using an opportunity wrong, so it's inspiring me the same way. If people can do this for the wrong thing, can people do it for something good? We've heard about times where there have been sales in stores. 50% off. And because of that, the store's meant to open at 8 o'clock in the morning. In England, we've seen, I've seen people who wait outside the night before. They'll sleep outside the store. They want to be the first to grab the sale. Maybe it's amazing savings, who knows. But you can see the dedication that people are prepared to put into saving money. Wow. People are willing to go forego the comforts of a warm bed, a comfortable bed, just to buy something new at half price. Would I be willing to do that to double the million? I saw that they reported that after the Queen of England died, people waited for two days in line to be able to pay respects, which means basically just to walk past the coffin. People will do things like that. Would I stand in line for two days to be able to get a bracha? To be able to do a mitzvah? That's thinking like Israel thought. If you see what people do, if you see what the Yetzirah Harak can make a person do, then think, well, am I equally motivated from the Yetzirah to act the same way?
And if I can say that I am, and if I can say that when I see something that the Yitzhahara drives a person to do, I'm going to find a way to act in a similar way to Teva. That I've stolen the tool of the Satan. That I've taken his ability of using a person's drives to make them do wrong, I've used them to make him do right. And then I can say, I've served Hashem B'chol Levavcha. With both the Yetzirah and the Yetzirah.